0: Welcome into to Kiss My Ash Radio, where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Whether you're new to cigars or been smoking for years, Honest Abe, Lady M, and Brandon the Mick are here to entertain, inform, and more importantly, smoke. To reach the crew, call them, 877-960-9960. Now here's your host, Honest
1: Abe.
2: Welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am your host, Honest Abe, along with the gang: Brandon, the Trucker Foster, yeah, and the lovely lady. Good
3: morning. (laughs)
2: we're gonna take a picture of brandon this morning he's got a trucker look going on in fact they made a reference earlier to bj no (laughs) No. (laughs) i
4: like
5: it i'm full on we're gonna put
2: glasses on and all. (laughs) we're gonna put this on facebook actually he actually looks like a trucker i'm gonna take this picture but um made a reference to bj and the bear no one had a clue what i was talking about
5: well that's not entirely true (laughs) no you actually got it that was
3: before my
4: time
2: PJ and the Bear. Greg, I just
5: mistook it for the one with Clint Eastwood and he, the uh, monkey. No, yeah, you know, <laughs> that's a different one altogether. In every which way you can. Those were those were
2: movies. This was a television sitcom.
5: That was a good. That was a good pull, though. Abe, all by all by yourself. Who did? What is this? guy? Greg
2: Evigan. How do you not know the world famous, renowned <laughs> actor Greg Evigan?
5: But the greatest connection you made was he's the other guy in My Two Dads. It's <laughs> not who is the other. Who is the main? Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. I'm like, I, he's like, he's like, who's
2: in there? I'm like, oh you oh, remember that show My Two Dads and of course Brian was, oh yeah I love that show
4: well that show's <laughs> great With the, they had
2: the half of a couch it was like the back of a car come on
5: love that show so I said it wasn't Paul Reiser it was the other guy Greg Evigan. My boy, that was the most obscure reference I am going to hear all day. <laughs> There's no way anybody's going to beat that. So what did you guys do this week? Anything interesting?
3: We played Taboo last night until like two in the morning.
2: I, I know Emily. You know we need to we need to really. <laughs> pre- it was so fun. We need to pre-record like our pre show Yeah, Emily actually bought her Taboo cards. Like wants to play Taboo. This I
4: do. <laughs> just so yeah.
5: everybody knows, we probably will just break down and play Taboo Tab- on the air just eventually. One at questions. one point,
3: I have some good words. <laughs>
5: I saw Twilight.
2: <gasps> did you I, really? listen? You got to throw the wife a bone. How did know?
5: that? Uh, How that go for you?
3: Amazing. Did you cry? How many times did you cry? Because <laughs> I cried four look times. Look
2: at, the face. at about an hour in the show, I really looked at my wife and said, "Honey, I'm gonna vomit." Oh, stop that! It was first, that bad. Well, you know what? The first, actually, you know, I enjoyed the first Twilight.
5: Okay. You know, yes. I've seen the first Twilight. I'm, I'm
2: a vampire guy. I love vampire movies, True Blood, and all whatnot. Right. And and and, you know, the first Twilight was good. Second was all right, but. Man, the first one was like it was like a soap opera, oh, all lovey dovey. I wanted to vomit, and then it got to look exciting toward the end with the wolves and the vamps fighting. But you know, I'm I'm more looking forward to the new release they're ma- they're making. You know, the, the new right Twilight the movie, final. No, there's actually one in between the final and the one that's out now. There is. Yeah, it's called Twilight Breaking Wind.
4: <laughs> oh
2: this Friday, I
6: con the Twilight Saga. that you, both want Continues as long as we both shall live. <laughs> The next chapter in the saga is Breaking Wind. Everything about me invites you in. My voice, my face, even my smell. (laughs) Is Bella pregnant? (laughs) It's crushing you from the inside out. Flatulent fangers, windy werewolves. Twilight, Breaking Wind. (laughs) Excuse me. Was that you? (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'd rather go see that movie. <laughs> I would go see
3: that movie. Uh, that's kind of funny.
2: Well, that being said, we got a lot going on this week, actually. We got our first event at uh, the new Wellington store coming oh, yeah. up. Yep. This Wednesday with the whole Pepin Garcia family. Come down to uh, the Wellington store on uh, 441, in, um, just off of 441 Forest Hill in the public shopping center. For more information, you can go to www.smoke.com in com, but there's going to be live music we're going to have uh lance the world famous magician there uh, doing tricks nice, Yep, nice. food uh so it's gonna be a great time you can meet pepin garcia and the whole family so we got that going on and then on the uh, 15th no, nope, and then i think saturday we have an event in our margate store uh eric espinoza who was here last week is mm-hmm. doing the uh, eo event over down in margate so a lot going on smoke in smoking this week and uh that being said let's crack it right into our lighted up section in, uh, in tribute to our host today, uh, Nestor Miranda, and our Meet Your Maker segment, uh, we've all chosen cigars from the Nestor Miranda and Miami Cigar Company line. Uh, this morning after the show, I will be smoking a Nestor Miranda Limited Edition Dano 2010. Now, I was a big fan of the first Nestor Miranda Dano cigar. So when we ran out and they're all gone, I was a little mm-hmm. sad about it. But when the uh, 210 Ecuador came out, I was actually surprised. It was a very good cigar. It's done very well in the store. Medium bodied, but you know, not boring and it gives you a little punch every now and then. So it's a it's a good stick. It's seven by fifty six, retails for about nine dollars. What are you smoking this morning, B?
5: Well I'm going golfing eventually. So i s I'm smoking a La Serena A. It's a gigantic monster, nine and a quarter inches by forty eight ring gauge. <clears throat> that
2: should and be that, good for nine holes.
5: Yeah, I know, no kidding. At least. Uh, it's a Connecticut Broadleaf wrapper, it's a really dark, rich cigar. It's got kinda of, the wrapper has kind of a gritty uh touch to it. It's a really dense wrapper. I, I like it a lot. Uh medium to full bodied and in, in this size is a twelve dollar cigar, but that's a you know, that's a gigantic stick. Hopefully it'll last till the end. Mm. And Lady
2: M.
3: Lady M here. Um I actually have the Art Deco Coffee Break. And you know me, I love my like little flavored you know, a little touch of Spice cigars. Um, this is a four and a half by 50, medium-bodied, uh, rich, complex smoke, and uh, it'll be great for the afternoon.
2: All right, good stuff all the mm-hmm. way around. And as always, we'll be cutting and lighting our cigars with the fine products guaranteed for life by Zycar. And this week, for our Zycar weekly giveaway, we have the Churchill Gift Pack, which is a five, uh, it's an HC Series 5 cigar volt. That comes with five HC series cigars. Uh, they'll be giving away the five uh, Habano Colorado cigars. They're Churchill's seven by forty-eight. Retail value is about fifty-five bucks. And be the first person to hear the ZyCar word, which today is body bag. And uh, be the first person to call in, and you will get that uh, gift from ZyCar, from our good friends Jerry Deer and uh, over at uh, ZyCar. Thanks a lot, Jerry. Here's what. In the news! The Trucker, what's going on in the world today?
5: Christmas is cancelled. It's well, over. Like the Santa
3: Claus got stuck up the rope, right? It's over.
5: <laughs> it's completely over. No! <laughs> Legislators have cancelled Christmas in Fort Worth. Really? Yeah, this is no joke. Fort Worth schools have banned Christmas, wait for it, cards. Christmas cards. Really? Could there be a more passive part of Christmas? Let's play devil's advocate here. Let's say you are, uh, I don't know, Jewish or Muslim or you celebrate some kind of other religion mm-hmm. and Christmas offends you to the nth degree. Isn't the Christmas card like the most tame way of celebrating Christmas ever? I mean, yes. I don't understand it. Fort Worth has, has just lost their minds. They said that students should not be allowed to exchange gifts or distribute personal holiday messages during class, that is that's so their ridiculous. big thing. As if you know, there cares. was a poll.
3: There was a poll taken, and it said eighty percent of people prefer to say and hear "Merry Christmas" rather than "Happy Holidays." Of course,
5: they would, because that's BS, right? That's that's. It's just out of control. It's right. created by commercials. Yeah, uh, apparently. <clears throat> The memo from this particular legislator said there would be legal consequences associated with the distribution of personal holiday messages. Uh, This is getting outrageous. And keep in mind, I'm not one for all the holiday stuff and the bells and the things and the decorations and the thing. i find oh, tinsel no? to be very distracting i don't <laughs> like it but this is ridiculous if somebody wants to give a christmas card let them give a christmas card and they they go on to say uh they they can however students can exchange gifts and cards before after school and during lunch uh students can say merry christmas to one to one another during the school day oh well good for them how, how generous wow. of them uh, also, the memo says Santa Claus is not allowed to visit the classrooms it's of, just for the sad. children. Are you it kidding really me? Is, yeah. Like that's. By the way, they did not specify and say for you know a certain school or a certain age group or whatever. No, if you have a kindergarten or a first grader in school in Fort Worth, Santa Claus is dead for all they know.
2: Listen. That being said, just on another topic, you know what the hottest toy right now is for Christmas? <laughs> I have so um. Nice. No, I mean seriously. I seriously, no, you know, like the, like everybody's trying to get. Oh, like this year's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what called the Rock Me Elmo.
5: Is it another Elmo? It's another Elmo. Doll. That Elmo, he's got the Never market cornered you on this it's Christmas. You know what's the least toys. popular
2: new Christmas toy? Oh, no. The Touch Me Sandusky.
5: Oh, no. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> you suckered me in with the Is real it still Elmo. Still too soon? <laughs> Awful. All right. A North Carolina man was incorrectly declared dead following a car accident. Not so bad, you say. However, uh, first responders who placed him in a refrigerator drawer have a little more, answers to, uh, a little more uh, questions to answer here.
4: <laughs>
5: Mr. Green suffered a head wound in uh, 2005, actually this was in 2005, after being hit by a car. The Epson Fire Department declared him dead on the scene. When, when they arrived, they refused, to, they refused to actually confirm that the 29-year-old did not have a pulse. Uh, Another EMS worker put a white sheet over Green's body, and he was obviously non-responsive. Another medical examiner sent Green to the morgue, even though eight eyewitnesses at the scene said they saw movements from Green's chest and abdomen. All they did was put a big white sheet over him. Eventually, when he did get to the medical examiner's area, they put him in a body bag and... Slid him right into the morgue's freezer, refrigerator, whatever it
4: is.
3: (laughs) And no one caught this guy breathing, moving, like he couldn't even moan. If
5: if I may, when. How'd that go? When. Yeah.
4: Soundbite, Mark.
5: (laughs) Even though eight eyewitnesses saw that he was breathing. The actual medical examiner said that's only air escaping for the body and dismissed (laughs) everybody in the room who said he was alive. (sighs) Turns oh. out, once they slid him in the freezer for a little while, uh, you can imagine that didn't go over wa- very well. He started to make a little a little racket. A highway patrolman asked to see the body <laughs> where the car made contact, and that's when they discovered this dude was alive. Oh my gosh! The only reason I'm talking about this this uh, accident from 2005 is number one, it's horrifying. Number two, I want to. And number three, this week the state appealed that the uh, that the victim. He could not collect damages from the first responders. Really? He said that he was dead and put him in the morgues. I assure you, when I'm dead,
2: I'll be dead. No no (laughs) kidding. I promise you.
5: After hearing that, no kidding. Um, By the way, St. Petersburg and all around the country, if you're going to steal a car, you know, if Mm -hmm. that's going to be your life's plan and that's what you want to do, all right, probably not the best idea. You might want to learn how to drive a stick shift. (laughs) I just want to throw this out I have a whole story here about it But it's exactly what you think it is And in doing research for the show I come across this every week This happens all the time The details are not important The fact is people are doing this all the time
3: Do you know how to drive a stick shift?
5: No I don't But I'm not stealing cars you know? Every
3: man knows how to drive a stick. Trip. I know.
5: I'm less of a man because yes, of it. Yes, you are. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm aware. I, it's a problem. I've addressed it. I've oh, just done nothing boy. about it.
4: Hmm.
5: <laughs> By the way, jellyfish are are on their way. Like huge swarms of jellyfish. Nasty. Right off, of, right off of Pompano Beach. Uh, yesterday, they were about a quarter mile offshore. They're moon jellyfish. They're round, pinkish, and and they're not as poisonous as as mm-hmm. some. But it's it's a swarm. That is going to affect somewhere in the area of Pompano, uh, down Fort Lauderdale area, and up to West Palm. So keep an eye out for that if you're going to the beaches. of the
3: Jellyfish. Oh, wait. Okay. By the way, Abe, um, I wanted to serve you with something. Oh, boy. Remember that trip down to Miami I told you if I get a uh, ticket <laughs> when you took me down the express lane without my sun pass, <laughs> You've been served.
2: <laughs> Nicely done. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> we're going <laughs> to we're we're do the same thing I did with my last ticket. No, I but see?
3: look at look at it, though. You see the price. You got lucky. Oh. Uh, you got lucky. I was going
2: to say, man, last time, remember what I did last time when I got a photograph from one of the traffic lights uh-huh. and I got a ticket? Took a picture of a couple hundred dollar bills and sent it in.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, still
2: up? to come, don't go anywhere. We got the fray. Let's talk politics with Christian Basso coming up. We also got... Dummy dialers and a Monte Cristo fifty dollars movie trivia card. So stay tuned, and also the social media word of the day. If you're not following us on Facebook and Twitter, you should. Every Friday we post a social media word, and first person who calls it wins a special prize. So um, stay tuned. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CV Radio.
4: This is so hot.
2: Kiss My Ash Radio
0: on CV
4: Radio.
3: Two fifty.
7: Want to add some big time pleasure to your life, the guilt free kind? Then light up a Vega Fina cigar. Vega Fina is a great cigar and a great value to boot. Highlighted by a select Ecuadorian Connecticut shade wrapper, it delivers a smooth, mild to medium bodied, top quality smoke. With Vegafina, you get a lot of enjoyment for less. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight.
2: Honest Abe here, and today's cigar consumer always seems to be asking me, what's the latest new cigar? Regretfully, many times what is new is not what is best. Sometimes you got to go old school when you want a great smoke. Hoy de Nicaragua Antonio 1970 is just such a cigar. It is the original Nicaraguan Piro and been handcrafted at the very same factory for over four decades and is always a delicious, strong-as-ball smoking experience. There's a reason why Hoy de Nicaragua has been a favorite for 40-plus years. It's Viva Delicioso, baby. CAO cigars are innovative.
8: CAO cigars are cutting edge. CAO cigars are just simply cooler than the competition. From the original classics, CAO Gold and Maduro, to the unique Brasilia and Italia, to the critically acclaimed La Traviata, and the highly anticipated new CAO Osa Soul collection, there's a CAO cigar for everyone. See for yourself why CAO Cigar has 12 lines, scoring 90 points or higher in Cigar Aficionado. Whether it's a special occasion or just another day, there's a CAO cigar that's waiting to be a part of the moment. Time for a cigar? Go for a CAO.
9: only Fuentes Fuente
10: experience the mystery of Gurkha one of the world's greatest cigar brands discover a century of tradition with each uniquely handcrafted cigar made from a variety of the finest tobaccos when only the best will do for those with a distinguished palate indulge in a highly acclaimed Gurkha Grand Reserve Evil, Assassin, Ninja and the three new retailer exclusive brands Seller Reserve, Royal Challenge and Seduction Gurkha cigars are now available at Fine Tobacconist everywhere and all smoking locations join the Gurkha tribe Today,
0: EO Brands features cigars that have been rated in the nineties and in cigar aficionados' top twenty-five. Whether you're smoking a six-zero-one series, the dark, rich Murcielago, or the spicy punch of the Cubao series, you experience a rush of bold and hearty smoke reminiscent of Old Havana. Looking to push the envelope and try the new 601 La Bamba. The 601 La Bamba is the fullest body cigar to hit the market and will surely be a flavor bomb in your mouth. All fine EO brand cigars can be found at your nearest fine tobacconist and all smoke-in locations.
8: In the Dominican Republic, few names draw on a history or heritage as rich as Guillermo Leon. Guillermo Leon is a brand with roots running back to the founding of the Laurora La brand in 1903 by Eduardo Leon Jimenez. For over 100 years, the Laurora La company has grown the tobacco used in all of their fine cigars and owned the factories producing every stick. This complete vertical control of production and quality has resulted in the outstanding Guillermo Leon signature series cigars, awarded a 93 rating by Cigar Aficionado Magazine. Experience a little bit of rich Dominican history. Enjoy a Guillermo León signature today. Old world Cuban tradition and heritage can be felt in every cigar from Pete Johnson's Havana Cereos. Whether you're smoking a Tatuaje, La Riqueza, Cabaguan, Ambos Mundos or El Triunfador, Fausto or La Casita you will always experience a unique smoking sensation that will take you back in time. Chosen as Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 and with multiple ratings above 90, see for yourself why everyone is raving about the fine cigars from Pete Johnson and Havana Sellers.
2: The godfather of boutique cigars is back. Ernesto Perez Carrillo, the creator of La Gloria Cubana, Ciri R, and El Rico Habano, recently joined forces with his children to create E.P. Carrillo Brand. In just the first year of Ep Carillo, received a 94 rating in Cigar Aficionado and number eight cigar of the year, and Rob Reports Best of the Best honor. Although Ep Carillo is made with the finest tobaccos in the world, Ernesto has not wavered on his family's commitment for affordable prices. With prices starting at 450 for the 91 New Wave Connecticut, you can't afford not to try Ep Carillo. Pick up an Ep Carillo at your nearest smoke-in location.
0: Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. To reach Honest Abe, Lady M, or Brandon DeMick, call them 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Abe. I
11: say it loud, I'm Latino and
4: proud.
12: Don't stop the body I say it loud, I'm Latino and proud. proud. When I'm on the mic, i you call your homegirls. say it loud, I'm Latino and proud. Don't stop the body
2: i say it loud, I'm loud, know I'm dry, dry. Four and I'm and and one, one. Welcome back. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Os Dave, along with the Gang, Brandon the Mick Foster, and the lovely Lady M. Don't go anywhere, folks. We got the fray. Let's talk some politics with Christian Basso. Let's hear your voice. We know not everybody out there listening agrees with him completely. Give us a call at 877 960 99 Six zero. So, listen. I, I want to address something. We somebody on the shop box talking about Joe here. Uh, Joe, who's a shop box regular, is asking us how long does he have to smoke a cigar before it deteriorates to the point it's not worth it? I know it starts as soon as you take it out of the humidor, but is there a rule if you're not going to smoke it within a day or five days to go back in the humidor? You know, a lot of it has to do on where you are, Joe. I mean, here in Florida, sometimes of the year you can leave it on the patio table outside for a few days and. Yeah. Humidity is enough to keep it fresh. You know, as long as a cigar is humid or you got it in a Ziploc bag, I mean, you're, you're safe for a few days. You know, it just needs to maintain its humidity humidity level to the point before it starts drying out. But Other know, parts
5: of the country are not so much.
2: No, no. You're
5: humidity a, level
3: is what? Like 70% to 75? Very good. 70. Aye.
2: 70. I'm just, stop, I'm, stop there. Don't go any further. 70. You're good.
3: Sa- see?
2: Don't say another word. <laughs> end the top of your game.
4: <laughs> we got to work on you.
5: We've we got to get you going out on a high note. That, that's what you need.
2: <laughs> Whatever. Right. Whatever. Let's get Chris on the phone and see what he's got to say today. Chris, you there? Hey,
12: what's up, guys? Good morning, brother.
2: Good How you morning.
12: doing? I'm doing all right. How's everybody over there? Doing good. Doing good, I'm so, I'm so impressed with Lady M and her knowledge of humidity, man. It's, Thank uh, you. It's being that she works in, in a store, right? <laughs> I have...
3: <laughs> The just in, instruments that tell me the proper humidity.
4: There you go. There you go.
12: <laughs> just
2: just when you thought it was safe to talk. Absolutely. Listen, I want to start our segment. Uh, did you Did you get to hear what uh, our good friend Adam Carolla had to say about the Occupy Wall Street people? Oh, I
12: no, that.
0: I did not.
2: All right, check this out.
0: We created a bunch of f- self-entitled monsters. Self-entitled pricks who think the world owes them a living and now we're getting the first wave of these douchebags and now they grew up and it's fine if you grow up in this little snow globe of a life where everything is awesome and everyone gets participation trophy there's no losers but then you get out into the real world and you realize i'm a loser you're not doing that well you're not making that much money there's no more participation trophies (laughs)
12: <laughs> Dude, Adam Carolla for president, man. I, I mean, that, oh,
5: absolutely.
2: Is, did he
12: not put it so eloquently? I mean, that's that's exactly the way it is. It's it, between them and 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 the unions, and them forcing their union members to go out and stand and and occupy everybody else's freedom and space. I, I, I it, he he hit the nail right on the head. That's what we're dealing with in this country right now. A bunch of babies that want nothing more than hardworking people like all of us that are doing this radio show right now to make their money and then give it to them. And that's exactly, I mean, you guys don't even realize how, I I guess you do, and I know Abe does, how passionate I am about all this stuff. But (laughs) Not a clue. you, You know, this Obamacare, Abe, you know I'm in the insurance business, man. Do you know what this Obamacare does to my profession? You know what it does for my livelihood? He's going to take my job with his Obamacare and his new federal exchange, and he's going to give the job to the girl who's been sitting at home collecting welfare for the past 15 years. And what do you think she's going to do the next time a, a, a candidate needs to run for office that's a Democrat? She's going to vote that way because her job depends on it. They're going to eliminate an entire class of hardworking, blue-collar people that went up, go to work every day, did their job, passed the test, became licensed in an industry to be able to uh, advise people as to what to do and do what? create an exchange, and create government employees. He's just trying to expand government, and he's trying to eliminate the entire middle class. But they spin the media, as they always do, and they try to blame it on the Republicans are trying to do away with the middle class. Republicans are the middle class. That's what they don't get.
2: Chris, you know my problem? We're talking with Christian Basso here in the fray, talking politics. You know you know my overall problem is, Chris? What? And the first question today is actually from me. All right, I spent a lot of time in D.C. meeting with senators and representatives regarding the H.R. 1639, the S. 1461, the Traditional Cigar Manufacturing and Small Business Jobs Preservation Act, mm-hmm. you know, to try to keep cigars from being regulated by the FDA. If there's one thing I've learned from visiting a lot of politicians and talking with them is really how clueless most of them are. They're completely unconcerned with facts. The only motivation they ever worry about is actions is going to get them reelected. You know that being said, bro, what hope is there? No matter what monkey we get
12: in office, I'll tell you what. Abe, there's a lot of hope. I think this is such a crucial election ever in the history of the United States of America. I think that this new freshman staff of senators and congressmen—you got it—and you see it in Alan West here in Florida you got it and you see it in Marco Rubio on a senate side here in Florida there's such a a new breed of politician that's so fed up with the bu- with the bureaucracy that's involved in politics Just- that i think when we get control of the white house i think when we ha- remain control of the uh, of of uh, the house of congress and i hope that come this November of 2012 when we gain control of the Senate and we can write laws and pass laws that'll change the future of this country. That's how important this time is. You want to know something? I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, thank God for Barack Hussein Obama. Mm -hmm. Thank God. Because he, he showed the country how bad one stupid idiot gang leader can run this country into the ground. Thank God he existed, because it woke up the real Americans that are going to do something about it come this election. And I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, you're going to see laws like... Senators and congressmen not being able to do more than two terms. This was a bill that was supposed to be passed back in 1965. They stu- shoved it under the table. Why? Because you got the Harry Reeds, you got the Bonnie Franks, the career congressmen. Okay, that j- they just don't want to leave. And what do they stay there for? Because all the unions keep putting them back in office. Why? Because they keep giving all this, the, uh, the entitlements, and they keep subsidizing the unions and sending them money over there. It's like one big happy family that we're about to break up and get our country back with. So I'm looking forward to this election, and more importantly, I'm looking forward to, to, to hopefully being able to write some new laws again.
3: Chris, what do you yeah. th- what do you think McCain is going to
12: say today?
2: That, that was a question from, uh, from Joe, Joe on off, the shot our, box. off our shop box. Did you
12: say Kane McCain or McCain? John McCain.
4: Yeah.
2: I guess he's speaking today about something. Do you have any idea what he's going to be saying? Uh,
12: no, I have no idea what he's going to be speaking about. I, I I do know that tonight is uh, is uh, you're going to have... Um, Another uh, debate uh, that's going to be hosted It's really not a debate. It's going to be with Mike Huckabee. He's going to be having each candidate on tonight. I don't know what what, what they're speaking about with, as far as uh, John McCain is concerned. I mean, I, I love John McCain. You know, Abe, I, I supported him when he was running against Barack Obama. Hmm. And and I just think that he's, he is what America is all about. He's a guy who served 25 years in the military and another 25 years in public service. I wish he would have stopped after eight years. I wish they all stopped after eight years. So they don't be able to create their own little mob squad of people that constantly get them reelected. But I have no clue what he's about to talk about today.
2: Well, Chris, listen, we got a question from uh, Randolph Shore from St. Augustine, Florida. What is this congressional super committee I keep hearing about? Mm-hmm. Do you think they're actually accomplishing anything, or is it just more political BS?
12: Listen, first of all, if people understand what Congress is about, I mean, it, it, uh, Congress's sole purpose is to work things out across party lines to be able to pass bills or to present bills uh, for the president to sign off on. That's it. That is the entire congressional purpose, okay? These guys can't sit down prior to the deadline of, 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 uh, of lifting the debt ceiling and figuring out a way to cut down our deficit. What what difference does it, I mean, who is this, who gives them the right? We elect them, we pay them, they get all their perks, their private planes, their special health care that they all get. That's their god their giving right. I've got to watch my mouth, My God-giving right to, to, to be able to sit there and, and vote and pass these bills for us. I never asked them to, to elect six people out of all, uh, all, um, all of them and be able to tell them, now you have a new deadline to get something resolved, which didn't get resolved. I think it's moronic. I, I believe that the president, if he would have done the right thing, he would have never even allowed this super committee deal to be cut. And I, don't, I, I think it's unconstitutional that Congress even passes the buck off to only six of them to be able to decide. I think we elect congressmen in every state, in every district, so that we all have our say on what bills to be passed. And they have to work it out. They can't just take leave when they want to. It means if they've got to work through Christmas to get it done, they should get it done. But basically what the question is asking, Aben, we have our congressmen in every district that represent us in, in, in Congress in, in Capitol Hill. What they were supposed to do was be able to decide a way, in order to raise the debt ceiling, the deal was that before Thanksgiving, they would figure out a way to reduce our debt. And, you know, the, the Dem- Democrats want to do it by raising taxes, and the Republicans obviously want to do it by stopping this sick maniac from being able to write out of an empty bank account, okay? And what's happening is both sides just keep arguing, going back and forth, and they're not getting anything resolved. But Congress, what Congress did was they put together this group, this super committee of six congressmen, three Republicans, three Democrats, and they locked them in a room. They said, we're going to raise the debt ceiling, and we're going to implement these things that will definitely happen if no, uh, no uh, agreement gets reached before Thanksgiving. Well, the agreement didn't get reached, and what did they do? They went right ahead and they cut uh, spending on, on on our defense and protecting our country? That means that instead of having a good machine gun that can, can, can protect our military in some foreign land, we're going to give them some crappy one because we've got to cut money doing it. I mean, these Democrats are completely out of their minds mm-hmm. what they're trying to do.
2: Well, If you're just tuning in, this is Chris Basso with the Fray, talking politics here, closing it up. Listen, Chris, finally... <laughs> He's
12: so mad. Dude, Brandon, I am. You know, and and unfortunately, you guys give me 15 minutes to vent off what I've been frustrated with all week. You know? (laughs) Listen, we got Newt Gingrich. Uh, He's doing fantastic. Romney's doing great. I don't know if you guys saw what uh, what Chris Christie did with Obama. He called him out on his junk this week, Uh, Chris Christie. Literally said, what the hell are we paying you for, man? You do nothing. You, You can't get anything resolved. And all he wants to do is blame Congress, blame Congress. And you got all the morons throughout America that believe him. I mean, I told you, I spent the Thanksgiving with my family, my own grandmother. I, mean, I don't call my grandmother a moron, but she thinks it's a congressman doing this. I love Barack. He's such a good guy. I think he's just a great guy. I, you know, it's a the congressman. They don't give him a chance. This is what I hear. She has no clue. She's the one who wakes up every morning, puts on the talk shows, and and, and listens to, to Whoopi Goldberg and all those other nuts. And, and and she has no chance. The media gives her no chance. I feel so bad for this poor woman.
2: Chris, you know you just called your grandmother a moron. On, on <laughs> no, radio. I, nah, she's not a moron. She, I,
12: she, I'm sorry, but. <laughs> she <you>. just belongs <laughs> to a group of morons, that's all. Yeah, she's a whole group. I, I love she's my grandmother. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, well, I think what Joe meant on the question earlier is the same question I got here from Tom Sheridan from Brooklyn, New York. Uh, uh, The question was, with all the chaos going on, is it finally over for Kane? I think that's what Joe meant because, you know, Kane's actually making a press statement today. So you think it's all over for Kane? He's he's,
12: he's done. The second, you know, and and I I heard Mike Huckabee say this last night. The second he came out and he says he has to revisit what he wants to do as far as running for president, that's like a way of saying, I'm out, I'm done. He, I mean, listen, the poll numbers show it. Uh, I, I think he gave a, a great run at it. Unfortunately, the media, these evil, scummy people can just ruin somebody. I, I told you, Abe, I would love to run for president of this country, but they no shot with the stuff that they would dig out of my past, you know? But I, I've been... Rehabilitated man, you know I, I've I've made my mistakes and I know the difference between right and wrong. You take these little worm book weasel straight A students their whole life and you put hot blondes around them and get, make them congressmen and senators. They easily cross the line now. See, I don't, I won't deal with that. I won't face. I've been there, done that. These guys, they don't know how to act when they get power after they've been a bookworm and nerds their whole life. And that's what you got running this country. They, and they don't realize what corruption is at their point. You understand? You need guys like me in office. Because there's no hot blonde that's going to change the way things need to be done the right way for me. I've already made those mistakes, man. All right, guys. You got me worked up there. How much time do we got?
2: We're done, buddy. Another episode of The Fray with Chris Basso. Thanks a lot, brother. You have a great weekend. You too,
12: brother. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, guys.
2: Take care. Boy, that guy can get hot. Listen, still to come, don't go anywhere. We got Meet Your Maker, and we got Dummy Dialers coming up. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CB Radio. Oh, no! Kiss My Ash Radio
0: on Seaview Radio. It's bold and bewitching, and it has cigar lovers
7: spellbound. Warlock, a devilishly good smoke that's mesmerizing aficionados with its hypnotic blend of deep, complex notes. Crafted in Nicaragua by acclaimed cigar maker, Omar Ortez, Warlock tempts the palate with a sorcerer's blend of bold tobaccos that casts its spell and never lets go. Light up a Warlock and see why smokers find its charisma irresistible. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease.
8: Hello, George Rico with Gran Cigars. Gran Cigars uses the finest family-grown tobacco from Nicaragua, Colombia, and Honduras. Great pride and generations of skilled craftsmanship goes into each and every Gran Abano Cigars. Look for our new limited edition Zulu Zulu, our economically priced VIP cigars, and the soon to be release Opium. For more information on the fine cigars of Gran visit us at ghcigars.com or your nearest fine tobacconist. Tell them George Rico sent you.
6: The Tarano family cigar company's roots began in the heart of Cuba over 95 years ago. Tobacco and cigars has been their passion for four generations and their driving force in making quality cigars. The Tarano master and single region cigars have scored 91 and 92 respectively by Cigar Aficionado. And the Exodus 1959 50 year cigar was rated 93 and the 12th top cigar in Cigar Aficionado's top 25 of 2010. So take time to burn a Tarano family cigar and experience something special rocky
9: patel has been handcrafting the finest premium handmade cigars in the world for over 15 years and proof of that is the award-winning rocky patel 15th anniversary and the decade by rocky patel the 15th anniversary is a 92 rated cigar that became an instant classic when launched in 2010 it's a medium to full-bodied cigar with rich toasty notes of spice cocoa and espresso bean, and a lingering sweetness. The Decade by Rocky Patel is the highest-rated non-Cuban cigar ever, receiving a rating of 95. The Decade is an amazingly well-balanced cigar with a long, full finish and distinctive lingering sweetness. The rich, oily wrapper on The Decade is as inviting as any cigar in your humidor. Enjoy the Rocky Patel 15th anniversary and The Decade by Rocky Patel. They'll be
1: the cigars that you want to relax with and enjoy. Keeping Cuba's most coveted secrets for 3 generations, the legacy continues San Latano. Signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and cribby Connecticut. A hearty, rich box-pressed San Andreas-wrapped Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his newest creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval, using ultra-premium-age tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance like no other. Go out today and ask for your local tobacconist for San Latano cigars by A.J. Fernandez. The
3: Oliva family of cigars has over five generations of cigar and tobacco experience, and the Oliva family makes some of the finest and most affordable premium cigars. Oliva has something for everyone. Mild and creamy? Try the Connecticut Reserve line. Prefer something bold and rich? Then light up an Oliva Series V, one of the highest rated cigars in the world. Oliva cigars can be found at all smoking locations, so ask for Oliva. Unbeatable value, uncompromising quality, the Oliva family of cigars.
1: Since 1997, Zycar has lived by their unconditional promise of lifetime warranty and 100% replacement. Living up to their promise of form, feel, and function, Zycar offers the highest quality products at the best possible prices. Should your Zycar accessory fail in any way, simply return it and Zycar will immediately and cheerfully repair it or replace it for you. Now that's 100% total satisfaction. If you're looking for a new lighter, cutter, or travel case, visit any authorized Zycar dealer or your nearest smoking location. Don't be left swimming with the sharks. Zycar for life.
12: It makes
0: listening to Kiss My Ass Radio on Seaview Radio. Log on to KissMyAssRadio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach Honest Dave, Lady M, or Brandon the Mix, call 877-960-9960. Now here's
4: Honest Dave.
7: Welcome to
2: Havana. Bye, bye, bye. Smoking Cubanos with Castro bye, bye, bye. with
0: the bananas. I told you we're getting gangster oh, up in here. Oh, I
3: what like did I just say? What did I just a say? <laughs> say <laughs> <laughs> <"Troyer.">
2: <laughs> All of this. <laughs> it's out of control. <laughs> <laughs> All we
4: need is a boat.
2: Welcome back. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CV Radio. Honest Dave here with the gang. Brandon McFoster and the lovely Lady M. Um, oh. yes. I know everybody loves this part of the show, but you know I, we just sent somebody out to go get some cough syrup for uh, my, my co-host here, who going <laughs> to be coughing up a storm. Me? Both of you guys. Yeah, gagging and well, walking you're lucky
3: I'm here. Now the
2: best – You're before- lucky <laughs> I'm here. Oh. Yeah, we're, we're all so very lucky. <laughs> Can we
5: take that time out to thank Lady M <laughs> yeah. for arriving Lady, Lady <laughs> M,
2: Lady M, thanks, yes. We appreciate it. Oh, Listen, we, before we get the dummy down, I just got to go before the pre-show where she said, oh, oh there was a bottle. I said, well, "Brian, what's that bottle? Oh, that's your cough syrup. Oh, you're finally taking care of yourself. Yeah, we were played – What was the game again?
5: Taboo. Taboo.
2: We played Taboo all night and I didn't drink. I said, Wow, how very adult of you. And Brandon goes, Wait a minute. (laughs) That's all good in theory, but how much did you drink?
5: Well, I guess I had a little bit. One of glass there. of wine. One there
3: glass of, of wine. I had one glass of wine all night long. What was it. I was sick. I'm, sick. I'm, Am, I'm not
5: a cop. I know what one glass of wine <laughs> means, okay? It means like Anna
3: Moodello and Estella. That I was had it. That was
5: it, I swear. The bottle as I'm laying on the bathroom floor. Like I know what's up, okay?
2: <laughs> all right, listeners, here we go. Dummy dialer. This one's called Triple Play. Now, of course, for those of you who are listening for the first time, uh, dummy dialers is basically we get, uh, calls at the stores all day long, people asking and requesting for weird stuff that we do not sell. So we decided to prank call them and, uh, air it on the radio. So, um, this one's called Triple Play, and basically we just bombard this poor lady with all our characters. I mean, we got everybody in here. We got Haji, Sidewinder, Boris, to the point until she finally hangs up. So, uh, check this out.
11: Hello, thank you for calling me, Timoki. Okay. i play help blue. Yeah, I was wanting to so know if you guys sold the bath salts. We want to know if we sell the bath salt? Yeah. Hold on. Raheep. Raip. Oh. Do we sell the bath salt? Yeah. Yeah, you say we sell the bath salt. You do. Do you guys. What? Can you tell me what you carry? Do
13: you know Just what you
4: know to carry?
11: A One pocket. Uh, <laughs> 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 Hello? Hello? Something funny? No, you guys have the sky. Sky? Yeah. What's sky? <laughs> I don't know. It's just called sky. It's called sky? You're looking for sky?
4: Yeah.
11: I don't think we have any sky uh, The sky is much short. We have
4: moon.
11: even <laughs> right? say we have moon. <laughs> right. You have moon? Yes. I, I'm looking for the stuff basically that gives you the energy. Let me get you I uh, I don't want nothing like no chilling out stuff. I want energy. Let, let me get you the uh, the gentleman who specializes in basalt. One second. This is okay. I'm
5: so excited. You know, we're Shadwinder here.
11: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Winder. What can
13: I do for you, lady?
11: I was wanting to know if um, you guys have the bath salts in there. I'm looking for something that's good that yeah, we carry the gives you energy. Yeah, we carry the bed. Which bad shots are you looking for? The ones that give you energy. The energy. Hold on, one second. Hey, Smitty. Smitty. smitty, bring me over the energy bad shots. Hold on.
4: Mm-hmm.
11: Yeah, we have three types here. Three. They come. We got a red pack, a green pack, and a blue pack. Okay. The red pack is called uh, the B dangler. The blue pack is called the butt muncher, and then the third one's called a dingleberry. Oh. Okay. They're, right. they're $12.95, and each bag is 5 grams.
4: Okay.
11: Uh, Do you want me to hold any of these for you? No, thanks. Okay, are you coming in? I don't know, maybe. Oh. Well, hold on one second. Hang on, hang on. One more. Uh, this these is Hi, I just had a question. And they answered it. <laughs> okay. All right, Thank you. you come to store now?
4: No. No. No.
11: Why not come to
2: store?
4: <laughs> <laughs> that was, that she was is it. She's
11: a
2: baby. She's pretty sad. She's looking to get a fix, and her baby's crying oh. in her arms. It's it. You know it is. As stupid and funny, yeah. it's pretty sad, too. That,
5: that call really took a turn to negative town, man. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that coming.
2: <laughs> well, here you go. It's time for my favorite part of the show. Me, Your Maker. If you're just listening in, we're going to our Meet Your Maker segment. Today, we have the most interesting man in the cigar industry. Off his boat, somewhere out in the middle of nowhere, an undisclosed region of the tropic waters, is Nestor Miranda.
13: Yes it is. Hey, welcome. <laughs> How you doing guys?
2: Good morning sir. You're actually calling from good your boat. Morning
13: to all of you. Good morning.
2: How's everything sir?
13: Good, good. I just came in from uh, the big city of New York.
2: Big city. Nice.
13: Yeah, it was cold. It was nice. Sunny, it
2: was beautiful. We did a promo over there. Happy to be back in that tropical weather now, huh? Oh,
13: my God. It's so beautiful (laughs) here, man. (laughs) It's so beautiful.
2: Well, listen, Nestor, we're going to roll right into this here. I mean, last time you were on the show, we talked about all the new releases that was coming up uh, for Miami Cigars. In fact, one of the new releases, uh, Nestor Miranda... um, Reserve, the limited edition, is uh, we'll be giving away a five pack as soon as anybody ever hears a social word for today. So that's one of the cigars we're actually giving away today. Is there anything new in the works that you would like to talk about? Well,
13: let me tell you about that reserve. That's next number on the Grand Reserva. We had a promotion in New York at dinner, and uh, You know, in New York, it's 75% tax. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we sold 40 boxes of uh, that particular product, which is like $165 in New York. That was amazing. You know, with a, with a 75% tax. Absolutely. I mean, the people love the cigar. That's a bro-leaf make in Nicaragua with uh, Mr. Pepin Garcia. And he particularly select the blend. So what we did is we make 15000 cigar, cigars, and that's it. So let's go and get it. Be so Gabe, and get the boxes before <laughs> it's finished.
2: Well, listen, there you go with the coughs. Somebody give <laughs> him some cough syrup in here. Um, listen. Um, I've been following you, and actually noticed recently that you, you have a Twitter account. Are you actually doing the tweeting?
13: Not really. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, no, me. No, no, no. I don't have time for that, but I got Jason Wood. My son-in-law, he love it. So he enjoyed it.
2: Well, they're doing a good job for you.
13: Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, listen, Nestor, as you know, the cigar industry is currently entrenched in fighting to remove premium cigars from FD regulation. You know, we got the HR 1639. And the Senate bill, the 1461, the Traditional Cigar Manufacturing and Small Business Jobs Preservation Act. It's almost a tongue twister.
5: Right. That's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: these, these bills have been gaining momentum. What's the stance of Miami Cigar Company on that? And, what, and uh, what actions have you guys taken
4: uh, to Well help
13: we are we're investing time. We're investing money to support CRA and other, you know, the IPCPR. Actually, when I was in New York, we had a meeting with Senator and uh, Assembly people about that tax. And uh, it looks pretty good. I think they're going to uh, take care that tax, 75%, and put a cap of $1 per cigar. That looks very good in is New it, York.
2: Is that really getting close to happening? That's big oh, news. Oh, yes.
13: I think it's going to be uh, effective in February. Also, we're working something with the changing the law in the park and certain areas in the park. You can smoke cigar at the Central park. And uh, they are also talking about Cigar places in New York so they can sell wine and, and uh, beer, you know. Now, so Nestor, it's a big movement.
2: Nestor, I, I know they passed a law basically saying you can't smoke in parks, but no one's enforcing that law currently, are they?
13: No, sir, they're yeah. not. But, you know, nevertheless, you got to be careful. No, no. I, I walk the park. I walk the park to my apartment in New York, well, smoking a cigar. I don't give a damn about it, you know. So if the police come over and say, you smoke a cigar, yeah, I got one more for you, my man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, That's the way.
2: Has any officers actually taken the cigar?
13: We, I haven't been approached.
2: Oh, okay. Know, because
13: I go places in uh, New York that it's kind of hard for the police to go there. So usually <laughs> in the, in the uh, patrol car. So when I go, I'll go walking in an area that is beautiful and nobody goes
3: make sure when that happens you
13: tweet a good story about it so we can
2: follow up <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it sad well, Ali, first, I, I was uh so
13: i was walking one day and it was a guy sitting in a bench smoking a cigar and say you know something I, I got my cigar with me too i say we cannot smoke cigar in the park sir he said you know you're right let's do it <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's finish up the story go, you're right man <laughs> right?
5: <rise>. Nestor Miranda, <laughs>
2: the bad boy. <laughs> if you're just listening in, we have Nestor Miranda of Miami Cigar Company on Kiss My Ash Radio. Nestor, uh, last time you are on, we talked a lot about cigars. Yes, sir. This time around, I want us and our listeners to learn more about the man, Nestor Miranda. So let's begin with your childhood. Tell us about your childhood, brothers and sisters, and what it was like growing up in Cuba. Uh...
13: What I, well, I came to U.S. in 1962. At that time, I was 19 years old. It's been a long time. So when I was in, uh, in my city, I'm from Holguin, which is uh, a small city in, uh, in the province orient, which is the biggest province in Cuba. That's where the whole revolution started with uh, the mountains and all that. So uh, at my age, I think I was 16, I used to go to the park. We have a lot of parks in that city. And at the park, a lot of people go and walk around, especially the uh, nice-looking chick. So what I did is I used to uh, take a cigar from my dad, light it up in the park so that the girl can see me, the big man. But Abe, I used to get sick every week.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it
13: was, you know, the Cuban cigar at that time was very, very strong. So I got used to it. My grandfather... Big cigar smoker. He has always about five churches in the in the guayabera in the bucket. and he always had a cigar in the mouth, always. And the the old man passed away when he was at the in the high eighty. So that's an indication that cigar is good for your health. Well, not bad.
2: Definitely. Listen, Nestor, where were you as far as siblings? Are you uh, one of how many brothers and sisters?
13: I got a sister at uh, least in Miami. Uh, my mother lives in Miami. she's ninety three uh my my past, my dad passed away in Cuba when i came to u s oh wow
2: so you have you have one yeah. sister are you the old, are you the oldest or the youngest uh the,
13: the youngest okay.
2: i'm the oldest so are you you you're you're, the, you're older Yes. Okay, so so you didn't get to...
13: But I look good. I look good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nobody's fighting you on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I always like to know the sisters are older. Because I know the sister was older. You probably hit on all her friends.
13: Yeah, <laughs> that's right. No, no, you know something, Abe? I've been married for 47 going to 48 years. Wow. God bless you, you Very nice. Very
2: well done. God bless wow. you. I got
13: a good lady. And she, and she knows you got a nice-looking husband. So she take care of me. <laughs>
2: She's got a nice-looking husband. That's great.
4: Yeah.
2: Well, listen, Nestor, don't go anywhere. We just got to take a little bit break. Uh, we're going to continue okay. with Meet Your Maker with Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigars. um Also, folks, stay tuned. We'll all have another dummy dialer in the second hour. We also got a fifty-dollar Monte Cristo trivia card that you can still win. So, and uh, also, we have Dak Noel uh, from uh, the on Our Bloggers Corner from the Gar Shop. Dot com. So stick around, you're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CB Radio.
0: Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. Hour
4: two, Hour Two, Hour Two.
0: Where life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars is all that matters. Log on to KissmyAshRadio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach Honest Abe, Lady M, or Brandon the Mick, call them 877 960 9960. Now here's your host, Honest Abe.
2: Welcome back, Kiss My Ash Radio, Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Fine Cigars. I am your host, Honest Abe, along with the gang, Brandon the McFoster, and the lovely Lady M.
3: Why do you say it in that tone?
2: Because, I like saying that <laughs> tone. By the way, also, congratulations to uh, William Bell, Grand Junction, Colorado, was our uh, ZyCar winner of the day, caught the word, and I uh, forgot to mention him earlier, so... Big congrats going out to Willie Bell. Willie Bell out there in Colorado. And uh, we're going to continue now with our Meet Your Maker segment with our good friend uh, Nestor Miranda of Miami Cigar Company. Nestor, thanks for being on Kiss My Ass Radio this morning again,
13: it sir. It is my pleasure, right? Eh? My pleasure.
2: Nestor Miranda, who's uh, right now on his boat in some undisclosed region in the uh, waters of the Pacific, or the Atlantic at least. <laughs> it's a, it's <laughs> a tough life. It's a really
5: Pacific, tough life. The
13: Pacific would be too far away
2: from me. <laughs> <laughs> the Atlantic. Listen, there you are. We talked a little bit before the the break about your childhood and, and coming and, and, and growing uh, and growing up uh Early on, and I'm going to assume when you were a child, you're probably just from the sound of you now, quite a ladies' man growing up. How, but how about sports? Uh, let, uh,
13: let's keep that in. Uh, <laughs> I take the fit. I take the fit. he takes <laughs> the
5: fifth. Good call. Hey, this yeah. man's been married for 48 years. He it, didn't it, get. He didn't get that number. Yeah, being yeah. stupid.
13: <laughs> no, but I, I tell you, uh, I know my wife since the childhood.
5: Oh wow!
2: Yeah, so we've
13: been together since 1960. Wow! Yeah, yeah, you've been a long time.
2: Wow, that's amazing! Well, how about sports? Please, you...
13: We've been married so many years that she looks like me now, and I look like her.
2: No, <laughs> don't, don't say that. It's amazing. Um. <laughs> Listen, how about sports? Did you play sports growing up, or were you a uh, sideline watcher?
13: Uh, my my biggest thing is uh, fishing. I love fishing. Really? I got a house. I got a house in the Bahamas, so I go there a lot. What, what kind of fi- what
5: what kind do you like? Deep sea or like.
13: Deep sea, yeah. Oh, okay, that's a, that's. Bottom a, fish too, you know. I participate in bottom fish with a uh, reel, electric reel. Right. Go right. mm-hmm. so, uh, eleven 1, hundred feet down. I got some beautiful snappers, and then we cook it, we eat it. Oh uh. my god! It's, it's, we only fish what we're gonna eat. Well, no.
2: first off, I was really expecting soccer, so you threw me way off guard with the fishing. <laughs> but second of all, see, I grew up in the Midwest, and when I uh-huh. came down here, my friends all wanted to take me fishing. But see, to me, that's not fishing. That's just called reeling.
4: <laughs> you know, yeah, you, gotta, yeah, you yeah. drink
2: beer, yeah. you wait something catches online, line, you reel it in. You know, I mean, wait, no good. Yeah, you know, I grew up fresh. You know, freshwater fishing. Well, it depends? You, know, you actually got to kind of You got you know, yeah. hook a fish. You know, I mean, I'm not used to this. This is just like reeling in.
13: <laughs> no, no, no. But depending what kind of fish you you're going for, for example, Wahoo, is an exceptional fish, mm-hmm. and it fights. You know, it gave you a tremendous fight. So you take a. 50-foot wahoo, and it would take about 40 minutes to bring it oh, in. Oh, yeah. Is,
2: right. your, is, yeah. Your, is your boat equipped for fishing? Do you use it for fishing? Oh, yeah. Oh,
13: yeah. It's a full fishing machine.
2: Well, I accept your invitation. I would gladly <laughs> join you <laughs> on a fishing that trip. That would
13: be nice. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Abe, if you allow me, I want to say something that is very interesting to everybody to listen to you. You know, we as a company and a lot of company, patron, lead to everybody participating through CRA, IPCPR with big money. We donate big money for this because they're fighting the feds, and the only way you can fight those people is with money. Yeah. So And I know you're doing your part, too. But I think the consumer has to do their part. You know, I think every store in the U.S. has to get 50 members to CRA, which is only $35 a year. We need, we need help. And you know we need help to fight all this law. And the only way you, we can fight is with money and creating an organization like NRA. NRA is a respect organization in the U.S. You know, every time they want to take the guns away, there's ten, And they can do it. So that, we got to do the same way. Not, we just, gotta
2: be- not just respected, extremely powerful. And that was the whole theory in powerful. creating a CRA. It was to implement basically what the... Done. And are you done? And you know we've had the CRA. You know we 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 we've had the CRA at the Great Smoke, and I, and I know you're you're one of our sponsors of the Great Smoke. You do the after party every year. We thank you. And, and we've had Glenn there, and he's he's drawn. He's signed up more people at those events. But you're right. Every cigar Amazing. shop, every, every cigar, cigar shop every has cigar. to get out there. Yeah. And even consumers who are listening, even if the shop you're going to, if it's not a smoke in or whatever it is, if they're not promoting CRA, get online, register at cigarrights.org. It's $35. Right. I think you even get a free cigar package that's w- worth more than your yes, subscription. Sir. Yes, so, sir. Yes, sir. I mean, don't wait, until, don't wait until the FDA takes over and everything is ruined, and then you say, what happened? Be proactive now. So if you're listening to us, listen to what Nestor's saying. Listen to what I'm saying. Get out there. I'm a card-carrying CRA member. I have a card in my pocket. You know, Join the C.R.A. It, it, it's if, if we could get every cigar smoker in the country to pay $35, which is really... Nothing. Unbelievable. I mean, that money would we be can, enormous we can go in what far it could away. do. Enormous.
13: Whatever, you know, whatever happened in California or New York, is a domino effect.
2: You know, no? and, and the average consumer doesn't understand how much money it takes. Just doing a state, I believe the budget is like a minimum of 150000 to $200,000 to lobby for a state Whoa. in a year. You bet. So you now, bet. now imagine the CRA is trying to defend cigar rights in 50 states and fight federal regulation. Oh the amount of money is crazy that's needed. It's
13: taken millions to do this, millions. And they need the support, money support. And then we can write to the, your congressman, your senator, about the law that they want to sign, the, the side effect of that law. You know, we're going to get uh, the business, the uh, cigars are going to be down. And then we're going to close the factories in Nicaragua, Honduras. That's three hundred thousand people going to be out of job. And you know what? They're going to end. They're going to take the, the river and come to the U.S. Then we've got to support it. Yeah. So we better give me some job over there.
2: But no, thanks for taking the time to get into that, Nestor. That's absolutely a, a very important topic. That hopefully. Uh, all our listeners out there, will, will get a, take a moment, get online, and, and, and take action on that. So. I
13: appreciate that your time. No,
2: no, no, absolutely. And in fact, we've had Glenn Loop on the show. Oh, sure, and, he's, and
3: he'll be here on the 24th of th- December. Oh,
13: give right. my regard. And Glenn, yeah, yeah and Glenn he will be on the regard.
2: show. Yeah, Glenn will be on the show again this month. Mm-hmm. So Johnny I'm sure on we'll the be. Spot there. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, Emily. Very impressive well, that was today. Good. Very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Must be bucking for a raise. Anyways, <laughs>
4: she gets a gold holidays. star.
13: <laughs>
2: Listen, Nestor, I, I read somewhere that your first job ever. Uh you started out basically as a busboy. Was that true?
13: I'm a lawyer, dishwasher. <laughs> <Lower>. Dishwasher. <laughs> I was
2: close, I was close. I was that doing some was research.
13: My, that was my first job in a hotel in Miami Beach. And wow. The, the only thing when I was cleaning my dishes, you know, the waiters come over, and I hate that they throw the dishes in my table. I said, Listen, you put them on the table, my job is to clean it, but don't throw it like that. You know, I'm going to be here for a short time. Don't think I'm going to be here for life. But I want to do my job, so I don't want I want you respect. Okay? Yes, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's
2: the way you do it. Absolutely.
13: Yeah. What, so what? from there, I went to the higher level, a like busboy, then <laughs> <lentil> to waiter, <laughs> and then I was able to save some money and buy. And, uh, and now you own the, the hotel. And <laughs> what <well>, kind of? <laughs> well, but you know, it's funny because in 1970. One, wow. I got a job with the Chevy uh, Riga Company.
2: Was that your first big break? Uh, they
13: interviewed me at the, uh, the Playboy Hotel, Wow! which was the only hotel nice in Miami Beach. Times go by, now I got a penthouse in that hotel.
4: <laughs>
13: okay? I love it. Was, was that your
4: From
13: first? From $600 a month they pay me, I was able in the future to get a penthouse in that hotel, I
4: love which it. is
13: now called the Castle Beach. So he let you know, like, uh, I used to work in the Beverly Hills Hotel in California as a busboy. And then time changed his life. Only in the U.S., uh, Mr. Abe. I know. I went back to the Beverly Hills Hotel. I'm checking in, giving my car. And I told one of the <laughs> from this man, you know something? I used to work in this hotel as a busboy. And the guy looked at me like a nub. <laughs> I say, oh, yes. He goes, yes, sir. It used to be uh, I used to work at the Apollo Lounge. Say no kidding. What was that? You nineteen seventy one. No, nineteen sixty four. And I say no kidding. So when I go to my room, fabulous room, I got a phone call from the general manager. Mr. Miranda, yes. Uh you know something? I would like to see you in the morning. This is so and so, General Manager Beverly Hill. Are you sure you want to talk to me? You know. They say, yes, are you Mr. Miranda? Yes, I am. Yeah, I want to see you tomorrow morning in my office, please. Dude, this guy has the wrong guy. You know, <laughs> what the hell are they going to call me for? So in the morning, I went to the office. I got a very, super nice-looking chick. Come over. <laughs> also, are you Mr. Miranda? Yes, I am.
5: I'm sensing a theme oh here. Oh, my with God.
13: <laughs> I keep thinking I got the wrong guy. <laughs> so I said to the guy, coming over and say, Mr. Miranda, water please, please come to my office. So he sits next to me, you know, behind the desk. I said, tell me about your life. Oh, my God. what is the hell is this? So I told her that I used to work there and this and that. And a couple of years, And when I went back to the room, I got a bottle of Dom Perignon. And -hmm. I got some (laughs) strawberry. I called my wife. You know something? You have no idea who you marry. (laughs) I'm the movie star. (laughs) My wife said, don't believe it so much. (laughs) But that was great, man. That was a great moment in my life. You
2: know, Nestor, it's the only thing that Don King ever said right in my book. Only in America. Mm -hmm. Only in America, sir. That's what I always tell you. you can't do it in this country, you can't do it anywhere.
5: I thought he was going to put you back to work in the kitchen and get you some dishes to wash.
13: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, I a lot of of pages in my life that are great. Others are not that good, but a lot of pages. The
2: one thing that's in all your stories, though, is there's a beautiful woman somewhere or another sooner in every one of the stories, so that's always good. Well, you know,
13: that's nothing like a a beautiful
2: woman. (laughs) Well, listen, Nestor, here's a question I'm actually interested to see how you you answer. Okay. Being the most interesting man in the cigar industry, if you could do anything you wanted for a career outside the cigar business, what would you do?
13: I would I like to be uh, a congressman.
2: Oh my God. Really? Yes,
13: I would like to be a congressman and uh-huh. uh, defend the people who put me there and, and do uh-huh. the good job. No, the, the things that we have today that they don't care about that. I think when the people select you to be there, you, you know, you got to do a job for that state, not only for the state, but for the United States of America. And this is what people forget about it. You know, they got a job, then they're there, they're making good money. But do something for the people, man. We put you there, you know. And this is the great thing about this country, that you can protest to the president. You can protect to anybody in our country. You protect, you can get a shot in the head. You know, but here you can do that, and that's why we have to do something legally. You know, you get the power to protest. Sounds good, huh?
2: It's Definitely not what I expected, but listen, I, I'd vote for you, so no oh, complaints yeah. here. No complaints here. You get a lot of votes in the cigar you. community. Yeah. so. And listen, finally, you know, I, I hear it's a little windy out there on the boat. Um, yeah, it is. It is there's always a lot of talk about lifting the Cuban embargo. You know, and with your Cuban heritage, what's your personal feelings about this? And, and, and if it does happen, how do you think Miami Cigar Company will deal with it as an organization?
13: Well, Abe, if it happens, with, I've been waiting for 50 years, uh, the changes will be dramatically. But it won't be the next day. It's going to take some time. Yes. Now, yes, I will go there, and I will start making some cigars in Cuba. Uh, I already have some contact, just in case. Uh, but I would make some cigar. But the, the way I want to make cigars, I have a brand name called uh, Don Lino Havana Reserve, which I own. I can make that brand in Cuba. Then I would select 150 stores in the U.S. Of course, you're one of them. And I would say, listen, Abe, hmm. I'm going to send you 20 boxes of cigar every three months. You sign for it, and you're going to say yes. So you got it. So I'm going to be 120 cigar with 20 boxes every three months, and that's all I want to make. That's it. That's it.
2: But, uh, you know, it, it seems like you <laughs> have it well thought out already. I, I know some people are very sensitive about the issue, and... You know, but you you actually are waiting for it so you can actually get to work.
13: Well, it, it, it was going to happen one day. Like yeah. I say I don't know when, but whatever happened, you know, we got to be ready for the chain. Now, again, if the people think that the cigar is going to be cheap, it won't be cheap. <laughs> you know, so I think that at the beginning everybody would go for uh, the Cuban cigar. Oh, now Abe has Cuban cigar, this guy, the other guy. Yes, but then after they try the Cuban cigar, they say, you know, something is great, but. Uh, like the cigar that I smoke from Dominica, from Nicaragua, from Honduras. I agree. Yeah. You know, so, well, and they are dramatically changing money. I mean, how many people I always say the best cigar is the one you like it? You know? It's not I a agree. Question about
2: it. I agree. Well, listen. But
13: I do make great cigar, And then, you know, you have the opportunity to try my cigar and compare it with the other guy. I think it's great when somebody goes into a tobacco shop and they, they ask for one particular brand. The U people, especially the UA, you have such a, uh, people that know about the cigar business. Hey, you want to try this one? Try something different.
4: Absolutely. You
13: know, buy three or four or five, and that's the intention of the people who work for you, not to sell the ones who go and buy because he hasn't done nothing. Sell something else. Absolutely. And then you can increase your business 20%, 30% just to talk to the people. Hey, get this cigar. This is a great cigar compared with yours. And you'd be surprised the next time the guy's gonna buy two or two and two instead of only two. You know that's my experience with the liquor business.
2: And that's you why buy
13: a, a barrel of Chavez Regal.
2: And that's why and you've done another
13: so. Another Scotch is great.
2: That's why you've done so well in the cigar business, Nestor. Listen, I really want to thank you once again for taking the time
13: my pleasure, out sir. of your
2: morning and joining us on our radio show, sir. It's always a pleasure and an honor. And uh, we'll see you in a couple of months at the Great Smoke, I assume.
13: I'll be there, sir. And a happy holiday for you guys if I don't talk to you.
2: Happy yes, holidays to you too, my friend. God bless you all. Thanks a lot, Nestor. Bye.
13: God bless you all.
2: Bye-bye. Great wow. tr- guy. What a trip. Always a trip talking Good. to Nestor Miranda. Good. Great wow. guy. Well, you're listening to the Kiss My Ash Radio. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Uh, We got the Blogger's Corner with Dak Noel from TheGarShop.com. And also your chance to win $50 from Monte Cristo with the movie trivia question. Of course, we still haven't said our social uh, trivia word of the day. So hang around. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on CB Radio.
9: The ultimate mission of danger is now the ultimate video game. Enter the very heart of darkness.
4: She's got the last Elmo doll.
9: It's Call of Duty, Black Friday Ops. Maneuver your squad through hostile territory. The Walmart Toy Department. Ma'am, put the purse down and step away from the Xboxes. Call of Duty, Black Friday Ops. Now available for PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and the Wii, if there are any left.
5: Oh my goodness.
0: Kiss My ash Radio on Seaview Radio.
7: Say, did I ever tell you that you have a great ash?
10: I'll take that as a compliment. Mmm,
7: that's so nice and firm.
10: Yep, I enjoy showing off my ash.
7: How can I get a terrific ash like yours?
10: Well, it takes just a little practice. And an H. Upman 1844 reserve.
7: A long white ash has been the hallmark of H. Upman cigars since 1844. And a long white ash is what separates the new H. Upman 1844 reserve from the pack. Take the H. Upman Ash Challenge. Pick up a couple of H. Upman 1844 reserves and check out its great ash for yourself. So now that we're both smoking H. Upman 1844 Reserves, we can compare ashes. My ash is bigger. Yeah, but my ash is prettier. Now who's
4: showing off? H. Upman
7: 1844 Reserve. It's one extraordinary cigar. The proof is in the ash. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life.
2: Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, there are hundreds of brands of cigars on smoke and shelves, but undeniably, there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other, True Estate's Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves Acid
6: Cigars. And all smoke-in locations.
9: Critically acclaimed La Gloria Cubano cigars are handcrafted in the Dominican Republic and have become known for their full-bodied rich flavor and distinctive spicy sweetness. With multiple ratings of 90 or better from Cigar Aficionado and a listing in Rob reports, best of the best. It's no wonder that La Gloria cigars are a favorite among cigar connoisseurs. Taste for yourself while La Gloria Cubano cigars are one of the finest premium cigar brands in the market. Surgeon General warning tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth rate.
10: In the last 10 years, one cigar company has eclipsed all others in growth. My father's cigars and one cigar family has become a new industry legend. The Garcia family, La Reloba, and my father's cigars have been given 94 ratings by Cigar Aficionado. And my father was the rated the number three cigar of Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 for 2010. Innovation, construction, consistency, and superior flavor are behind such accolades. Try one of the Garcia family's great cigars for yourself today
0: in today's market value is king and there is no greater value in premium cigars then Casa Magna, a Nicaraguan Porto blended by master blenders Manuel Quesada and Nestor Placencia. The Casa Magna Colorado Robusto is the only cigar to not only retail for under $10, but to also win Cigar of the Year in Cigar Aficionado magazine. Try one of these delicious medium to full bodied cigars today and satisfy your taste buds without emptying your wallet. They're not just great their Casa Magna
2: grade. Hi, it's Dave here, and i got to tell you about the coolest app that I just downloaded for free on my iPhone and iPad. It's called Cigar Boss. It features information pictures, and reviews for over 7,000 cigars. Cigar Boss even lets me rate my favorite cigars and helps me find the perfect cigar that I want to smoke. The best part about Cigar Boss is that it's absolutely free. Download Cigar Boss on your iPhone, iPod, or iPad today. Also, be on the lookout for special smoking deals only on Cigar Boss. Android version coming soon.
0: Welcome back to Kiss My Ass Radio on Seaview Radio. Log on to KissMyAssRadio.com any day during the week, and you can play back the podcast if you missed it. To reach Honest Dave, Lady M, or Brandon Mick, call them 877-960-9960. Now here's Honest Dave. Hey, what
4: do you know?
2: I tell you what, man, we really got to start recording this out here. So play it uncut online on the podcast.
4: Go ahead.
2: Welcome back. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm your host, Nas Abe, along with the gang, Brandon, the McFoster, and the lovely ADM. We're just talking about how we need to start recording our, our breaks. So we can play them live, unedited, on the broadcast. Some of the funniest stuff's coming off. <laughs> We're not in the air. We've learned today that Emily, who's loving her taboo game, is that what yes, it is? Yes, taboo. Which I can't figure out how she plays because she doesn't know who anybody is.
5: I do too. I think she'll do all right.
2: She Okay, listen. The two people that she didn't know this morning so <laughs> far have been Howard Stern and Don King.
5: <laughs> okay, we got off to a rocky start. Okay, okay. Howard Stern.
2: <laughs> Howard Stern and Don King. I dare you to
5: pick
4: one of those cards and I'll know who it is. (laughs) All right. Taboo challenge. Here we go. No, we're not doing (laughs) taboo. No, we're not doing taboo challenge. All
2: right. But Howard Stern and Don King. So I'm thinking in the future, listeners out there, we're going to start a new segment. It's going to be Stump Lady M. I love it. We're going to spend the week coming up with things that that she should absolutely know but won't. And we're going to see how many she Mm, can get right. Okay. I'll, I'll want, give you a dollar every time you get one right.
3: I want two dollars.
2: <laughs> He's <like> a negotiator. <laughs> I want
5: two dollars. <laughs> I like you have nothing to bargain with, and you went with I want two dollars, <laughs> just offering nothing. Just Good send, for you. Listen,
2: just send us your emails to info at kissmyashradio.com. dot we, com. We'd like to know. Uh, send us your stump lady M, uh, stump lady M. Uh, <laughs> whatever.
4: You're <laughs> out
2: of control. And some
3: stump Abe and Brandon's too. Uh, oh,
2: <laughs> that's fair.
3: For my age group. That's
2: anyway, fair. Anyways, we got the Bloggers Corner going on. And this week, we got Dak Noel, a.k.a. DeMea, from thegarshop.com. Dak, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Good to be back. Uh, uh, let's get his mic on.
5: Show it one more time.
3: Talk into the mic.
2: Okay. Uh, he doesn't have a mic. Swing a mic over. <laughs> Maybe
14: this one will work better. Yeah. There I mean, you I, go. I, I, I can hear me.
2: Welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Thank
14: <laughs> you, sir. Good to be back.
2: How's it going, Dak? How's it did-
14: it is going well. How about you?
2: Good, 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 buddy. How's the uh, blog world treating you?
14: Blog world is good. It's yeah? good. It is good, definitely.
2: Good stuff. Well, listen, for our listeners who are joining us and haven't heard you last time you are on the show, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about your site, okay. how long ago you started, and what you're up to?
14: Well, uh, my site's thegarshop.com. We started uh, about nine months ago, so we're just kind of still kind of new to the uh, blog world, you know. So, they, you know, we're... Our thing is cigars, information, and amusement, so we try to have a lot of fun with the uh, whole thing. Not take anything too seriously. So,
2: well, let me ask you a question. How did you uh, get started? What made you uh, start your blog?
14: Honestly, it's just uh, Trevor, one of the guys at the uh, shop I hang out, smoking PSL. We're just at, knew I was a writer, which, so I was like, "He's like, why don't you start writing the blog for me?" I'm like, eh, "Absolutely, right up my alley. Love writing, love cigars, so." Sounds good to me. It
2: was a good plan. You got a good plan.
14: Right well, up my alley.
2: <laughs> well done. Well, listen, Mayor, what uh, cigar are you going to be reviewing for us today? Today
14: I have the 601 Green Label Trabuca. It's a... Uh, one old, of the,
2: went old school with us today. Yeah,
14: huh? you know, yeah. you know, wanted to get something on there that I don't normally review since I've been reviewing so much new stuff. And it's one of my favorites, so I was like, okay, time to, time to get a little old school on us. So uh, before I get into the actual cigar, let me get into the... Stats of it. It's a wrapped in a Nicaraguan Habano Oscuro wrapper. Got a Nicaraguan binder and filler. Uh, it's see it's a six and one eighth by fifty-eight ring gauge. So it's a pretty hefty cigar. And uh, let me start off by saying this is probably one of the strongest cigars I have ever smoked. Super heavy duty. Really? Yeah, no doubt. Do um, you smoke the La Bamba? Oh, smoke the La Bamba. It's it's, it's right up there with the La Bamba. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's 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 definitely a uh, power stick. Don't want to tempt it on an empty stomach. Yes. And uh, so in the um, first third of the cigar, it starts off like super full body, super spicy, a little bit of cocoa, a little bit of coffee in there, you know. But uh, and then, uh, What's so surprising is a lot of bigger cigars, bigger ring gauges. They don't have a whole lot of flavor, just a whole lot of power to them. This one, ton of flavor. Yeah. I mean, it's very, very spicy.
2: Big, big draw.
14: Oh, yeah, big draw, absolutely. And then, um, second, third, still that real spicy, but uh, very smooth cigar, even for a very heavy bodied, full body smoke. Spicy throughout the second, third, and the uh, cocoa and coffee kind of take a hit, and the. Uh, burn on the uh you no, know, into the second third is really we can tell when the how the burn and the draw are going to be burns absolutely phenomenal you know draw is awesome you know and then the um finishing out last third um you know very smooth very full-bodied never lacked for strength you know the, the overall the uh it's, you know, super spicy. I mean, this thing just a lot of peppery, lot of, a lot of pepper, just kind of blows you away with the strength.
2: Did you did you give it an overall rating or an overall score?
14: Um, you know, I you know I've been trying trying to work on a rating system. We're trying still trying to figure everything out. This is I mean to me this is definitely four star cigar. You know, high up there, awesome. Yeah, yeah, out of five, yeah, five out of five. 10? Yeah, out of a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> out of five. Yeah, four out of
2: five. Because you know, Eric Espinosa is going. He just gave me four stars out of four stars. <laughs> yeah. <ooh."> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, we were just talking about this uh, on on the break earlier, it, and it's one of those cigars that you kind of forget it's been around for so long. Mm-hmm. You forget how how good it is, how strong it is, especially with all the new stronger sticks that have been out lately. Absolutely. I mean, it, I you know. I,
14: me being a blogger, I get caught up in smoking all the new stuff, right. so it's nice to get back to something that I've been smoking f- pretty much since I started smoking cigars six, seven years ago, so it was nice to, but, you know, it is definitely, st- you know, definitely one of the stronger ones, right up there with, like, the Antonio's, the Triple Maduro, those types. Yeah,
2: yeah. Hey, listen, uh, for all our listeners, uh we're talking with Dak Noel, a.k.a. the Mayor from TheGarShop.com, a blogger, cigar blogger, Talks About Cigars. And uh, for our listeners who want to visit your site and check it out, is there something they can look forward to? Anything coming up in the reviews?
14: Actually, yes. Uh, right around the first of the year, we're working on the Garshop Shop Top Ten Cigars of the Year. Oh, Yes. Really? Uh,
2: yes. Is that uh, for 2010? Or 2011. 2010. Okay. 2011. <laughs> yeah. get, wow. get with a save. <laughs> Sorry, folks. 2011, yes.
5: Do yeah. you have a sample yet? Do you know of any standbys that are going to um, be there? I have, you know, there's still three weeks left in the year,
14: but I pretty much got a working top 10. So. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, oh, cool. so in. Uh, you know, Ma-
2: maybe now, maybe we'll make a and gar shop tantem sampler when we mm, you know,
14: yeah. depending
2: depending on what he picks.
14: Yeah, I, 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 oh yeah, everything. Well, number one's not exactly readily available, but I'm sure you can find one. <laughs> we'll do the
5: best we can. Yeah, how about that. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He's gonna come out with the black orchid. <laughs>
5: <laughs> uh,
2: well, listen, Dak, stick around. Don't go anywhere. Uh, you know, hang out for the rest of the show. Oh, both, yeah. You know. And uh, thanks for coming on the show and uh, doing the review.
14: Thank you for having me. Always a blast. Very cool. Oh, it's Uh that time.
2: Everybody loves it.
4: It's time for Tommy Tyler.
2: Booyah. All right, here we go, folks. This one, (laughs) this one's called You Say Hookah, I Say Hooker. <laughs> so, uh, once again, if you listen for the first time, then we dialers, people call our shops for weird things. We play practical jokes, record them for your amusement. This character is some country dude I was doing. I don't know what, but go ahead and hit it up, Colin.
11: Hello, thank you. we going to Smokey and How can I help you? Is this the smoke shop in Stafford Arizona? Yes, yeah, sir. Sure. What can I have them find? Uh, where are you located at? We're down by the Colorado River. What are you looking for, son? Uh, for a hookah. Hookah? We got a call on line 4! Hookah? Yeah. yeah. We got hookahs. Okay, and got, what's your location? We got blondes, brunettes, and redheads. Which hooker do we want? What? We got blondes, brunettes, and redheads. Which hooker do you want? Uh, I don't know. You, you want a hooker, right? I
4: don't
11: know. Yeah, but I need to know. a hookers. The, your place. What? Your your place that you're located at. I know, but I need to know. When we make sure we got the right hooker in. Which hooker do you want? Oh, well, I just want to look at what you got. You know what, what I mean? The blondes, redheads, and brunettes. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> What's the brunette? Well, we got a lot of brunettes. So we got them tall, short, skinny, fat. With teeth, without teeth. <laughs> How do you like them? <laughs> you
4: need
11: one. You got you need one. That one.
2: That
11: fat one. That fat one. Her name is Emily. She's real nice. <laughs> Very friendly.
4: <laughs> oh no! This was a trip.
2: He goes, he calls it but, was the first I don't name know, that gave his, his name Thank you.
4: <laughs> <man>.
2: <laughs> that doesn't sound
3: like a hooker's name.
5: Oh, I can't believe I got him to say a fat one, too. Amazing.
2: Oh
5: my gosh. These are, by the way, just in, <laughs> just in case anyone's actually listening for the first time, these are real calls. People call us. We couldn't
2: make this stuff <laughs> up if no. we wanted these to. These are
5: real people out there. It's dangerous. They're driving on the roads and teaching your children. This is a bad idea.
2: Well, listen, folks. Uh, before we do our Monte Cristo uh, hot, uh, our Monte Cristo trivia question for fifty dollars, we're going to tell you about the Smoking Hot Weekly Deal this week, week number forty-eight. Um, this is uh, good from November twenty-fifth to December second, noon to noon. This deal is called the Leftover Turkey Sampler. Twelve premium cigars, seventy percent savings. The regular retail on this package is one hundred and twelve dollars and ninety-five cents. Included in the Leftover Turkey Sampler is two Griffin Maduro Pyramids, two Griffin Maduro Robustos, four Padilla nineteen sixty eight Robustos, four Padilla nineteen forty eight Robustos, two Casa Tiranno Natural Robustos, and one Toronto Exodus fifty year Robusto, fifteen cigars, normally one hundred and thirteen bucks. You're smoking hot weekly deal price? Thirty-nine ninety-five. Seventy percent saving. Save us some of that money. Go Christmas shopping. If you want to take advantage of a hot weekly deal They're only good while supplies last or until a ticker runs out. Visit us at www.smokin.com and click on Smokin's Hot Weekly Deal. That being said, Lady M. On to? Is the Monte Cristo Movie Trivia Question of the Week worth $50 to some lucky listener out there.
3: Yes. Okay. Uh, What 1992 American comedy film written and produced by Dale Launer, directed by Jonathan Lynn, is the following scene from?
13: You know what happens in these places? Yeah, I know what happens in these places.
0: And sometimes there's a big guy named Bubba no one wants to tangle with. And he'll protect you. But then you have to become a sex slave and do whatever he wants. There's only the two of us here.
2: <laughs> Brandon's raising. He knows what it is. Yes. Well, listen, be the first caller to call us in. With that, you'll win a $50 Monte Cristo oh, trivia gift card. And that being said, I also want to tell our listeners out there, if you're listening and you're in the area, Please take the time next Wednesday night join us at our Wellington store. It's going to be the first uh, event at, their, at, their, at one of our newest stores in Wellington. The Garcia family is all going to be there. It's going to be a great time. Uh, we got live music, food, chef catering by Chef Richard. we got Lance the Magician there. You get to meet Papine and, and Yanni and uh, Jaime. They're all going to be there. It's going to be a great time. Our Wellington store has uh, beer and wine open late, so um, if you want more information, please visit him at www.smokeinwellington.com. So we're going to go to a break right now. We'll take some callers after the break. We'll see who gets it right. Stay tuned. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio.
3: Oh, hey, girl, hey.
2: Kiss My Ash Radio on
0: Seaview Radio.
7: Say, did I ever tell you that you have a great ash?
10: I'll take that as a compliment. Mmm, that's so nice and firm. Yep, I enjoy showing off my ash.
7: How can I get a terrific ash like yours?
10: Well, it takes just a little practice. And an H. Upman 1844 Reserve.
7: A long white ash has been the hallmark of H. Upman cigars since 1844. And a long white ash is what separates the new H. Upman 1844 Reserve from the pack. Take the H. Upman Ash Challenge. Pick up a couple of H up in 1844 reserves and check out its great ash for yourself so now that we're both smoking h up 1844 reserves we can compare ashes
10: my ash is bigger
7: yeah but my ash is prettier
11: now who's showing off h up
7: 1844 reserve it's one extraordinary cigar the proof is in the ash visit us on facebook and twitter at the cigar life surgeon general warning cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease
2: Honest Abe here, and let me tell you, there are hundreds of brands of cigars on smoking shelves, but undeniably, there's only one premium handcrafted stick that's 100% different than any other, True Estate's Acid. It's so wildly different that it's difficult to describe in words. Sweet, herbal, botanical, earthy, delectable, and on and on. They keep its unique infusion process a total secret, and with good cause, because everyone would copycat this unique cigar if they knew how. Guys love it, girls love it, and the people you smoke it around love it. Everyone loves acid
6: cigars. available. Available at all smoke in locations.
9: Critically acclaimed La Gloria Cubano cigars are handcrafted in the Dominican Republic and have become known for their full-bodied rich flavor and distinctive spicy sweetness. With multiple ratings of 90 or better from Cigar Aficionado and a listing in Rob Reports, best of the best. It's no wonder that La Gloria cigars are a favorite among cigar connoisseurs. Taste for yourself while La Gloria Cubano cigars are one of the finest premium cigar brands in the market. Surgeon General Warning, Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility stillbirth and low birth rate.
10: In the last 10 years, one cigar company has eclipsed all others in growth. My Father's Cigars and One Cigar Family has become a new industry legend. The Garcia family, La Reloba, and My Father's Cigars have been given 94 ratings by Cigar Aficionado. And My Father was rated the number three cigar of Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 for 2010. Innovation, construction, consistency, and superior flavor are behind such accolades. Try one of the Garcia family's great cigars for yourself today.
0: In today's market, value is king, and there is no greater value in premium cigars than then Casa Magna, a Nicaraguan Porto blended by master blenders Manuel Quesada and Nestor Placencia. The Casa Magna Colorado Robusto is the only cigar to not only retail for under $10, but to also win Cigar of the Year in Cigar Aficionado magazine. Try one of these delicious medium to full bodied cigars today and satisfy your taste buds without emptying your wallet. They're not just great. Their Casa Magnet Great.
2: Honest Dave here, and I gotta tell you about the coolest app that I just downloaded for free on my iPhone and iPad. It's called Cigar Boss. It features information, pictures, and reviews for over 7,000 cigars. Cigar Boss even lets me rate my favorite cigars and helps me find the perfect cigar that I want to smoke. The best part about Cigar Boss is that it's absolutely free. Download Cigar Boss on your iPhone, iPod, or iPad today. Also, be on the lookout for special smoking deals only on Cigar Boss. Android version coming soon.
0: You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio on Seaview Radio. To reach the gang, call them 877-960-9960. Now here's Honesty.
4: I'll take it. That
6: was one to one. one, to one. formidable opponent, bro. I'll take one to one. I
5: consider a tired
3: victory. I know what I'm getting you for Christmas, Eve. <laughs>
4: yeah,
2: a board game. That's what I need. <laughs> we had board game since I was 12. Welcome back. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars and playing taboo during the commercial break. <laughs> Emily's got us playing taboo.
5: Hey, that's a good game. I- I'm with her on that
4: yeah. one.
2: We, well, me and Brandon did a tie. We, we said one the same at the same speed, and then I got Kobe Bryant, and you got Jerry, Jerry Springer, Springer, which says a lot about us.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
5: well, I'm not going to get Kobe Bryant. Are you kidding me?
2: Okay, we have a $50... Monte Cristo question here, we have... uh, Oh, Wellington. Oh, yeah, Yeah. we had a call who wanted to know what our Wellington address was uh, to go to the event, and I didn't know it off the top of my head. That's why I have Brandon here. Give him the address. All
5: right, get your pens ready, get your phones ready, type it down. It's 11924 Forest Hill Boulevard in Wellington, Florida. That's 11924 Forest Hill Boulevard in Wellington. Or you can always find all of our retail locations on com. Lovely. All right. That
2: being said, we have a caller here. We have Mickey from Indiana. Mickey, I, I'm welcome. I'm a fellow Hoosier. Went to IU. Yeah,
0: buddy.
2: Yeah, buddy. Where where What part of Indiana are you in?
0: Uh, Mooresville,
12: which is... Uh about 30 minutes from Indianapolis.
2: Okay, good. Yeah, my, I had a girlfriend that went to, um, oh, what's Butler? That's right. Butler down okay. in Indianapolis. Yeah, well, good. Well, welcome to Kiss My Ash Radio. Thanks for listening to the show, my friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, well, yeah, we had the movie clip. Uh, did you know what uh, clip that was from?
11: Sounds like
0: My
3: Cousin Vinny.
2: That was, that was, yes, was. My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> that was a jail scene from My Cousin Vinny.
3: All right, and I'm going to give you a couple of fun facts about this movie. Um, the film yes! was Fred Gwynn's uh, final film appearance before his death on July second, nineteen 1993, of pancreatic c- cancer. Do you know who Fred Gwynn was? Yeah. Herman Munster.
2: Herman what? you just reading it. You don't know. <laughs> You're so busted. Like, like the
5: Munster Cheese. The <laughs> Munster
2: Cheese? Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember the show, The Munsters? No. Oh, my God.
5: It was like the Adams Family. Like, it's... You know how the she probably doesn't mean. know the. Family. I know family. the Adams family. <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: I know that show. Herman Munster
2: he played Herman Munster, which was the Frankenstein character. All
3: right, and another one in um, in August two thousand eight edition of the American Bar Association Journal. My cousin Vinny was rated number three in their cover story listings of the twenty five greatest legal movies, after To Kill a Mockingbird and Twelve Angry Men.
2: Of which you probably know neither.
3: Yes, I do. I read To Kill a Mockingbird. Really? Who wrote it? Yeah, I don't know, but I Did read it. it. I, don't know who yeah, wrote it I Her- had to read it for Harper school. Lee,
2: Come on. Yeah. I don't know.
3: Okay. See? Okay. Thanks, right, listen, Brandon.
2: Give me a name of a character in To Kill a Mockingbird.
3: I have no idea. It was a long you time ago. It was a long <laughs> time ago. Atticus
2: Finch, <laughs> Scout, come on. Boo Radley, give me something.
3: Boo Radley.
2: Yeah, you that's know what? That's
3: the one that came to mind. What have I said?
2: I said Lady M is becoming just a perpetual liar. <laughs> liar. <laughs> You are just lying on air. Ah,
5: no. Never. Don't glaze over 12 Angry Men, by the way. That is phenomenal. That's a <laughs> We forgot about Mickey. Mickey, you are still listening? Oh, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> you still there, my
2: friend?
4: Oh, I'm still here. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right. pal. We get distracted.
2: <laughs> well, listen, congratulations. Uh, we're going to get that $50 gift card out for you, and uh, please keep listening to the show. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care, Mickey. You. <laughs> we're just rambling away. Poor guys Sorry, man. All
3: right, 12 Angry Men. Name an actor.
2: You're looking it up on. She said like, "Come on, <laughs> you're not fooling anybody." In fact, we had the Twelve Angry Men sampler one week. Yes, I we know did. we did. Get I out! I remember here. that. All right, I'm gonna go. <laughs> <unbelievable>. <laughs> I'm gonna go right into my long ash and uh, salute <laughs> of the week and our ash hole of the week, and then we'll do the Ask Lady M segment here. My ash hole of the week. <laughs> this is a good one, Brent Morgan. 20 years old was arrested in Prince George British Columbia on October on 3 counts of related to a, related to attempting to steal a corvette. Morgan had seen the car in the driveway, jumped in and locked the doors. However, we can he- we can hear that on the air. Sorry. Lady M is sorting out her Tab- Taboo cards.
5: Listen, she's playing Taboo. She can't
3: be bothered like, with the show. All right, focus on aim. Focus on
2: aim. Put, put the t- put the Taboo away. <laughs> Why don't you read To Kill a Mockingbird while I while he finish this? Here we go. So anyway, oh he attempted to steal a Corvette. Morgan had seen the car in the driveway, jumped in, locked the doors. However, the owner had been in the process of charging the battery. So the car was too weak to start, and the lock stopped working. So feeling trapped and sensing and seeing the owner call the police, Morgan panicked, started looking for anything available inside the car so he could smash the window and get away. According to the police report, officers arrived just as Morgan had broken the driver's side window, but it was too late for the monkey Morgan to realize that he could have just exited the car by manually lifting the door lock with his fingers. Oh my
12: oh.
5: god!
2: Yes, sir. You, Brett Morgan, are the KMA asshole of the week.
5: What? Come on! <laughs> Genius! Wow.
2: Uh, you make- deserved You deserve to get <laughs>
5: caught.
2: Now, see, had he read To Kill a Mockingbird, he would have known how to have gotten out of that car. Mm, long weird. air salute of the week. A story that you streak across. This, this is actually a good one. Okay. A story that we all really should have heard by now. All my listeners out there, you should all have heard this, and you probably haven't. Because of one key fact. It involved the defense, the use of a gun, in this case a BB gun. By a ten-year-old, which you know. Oh yeah, this, this yeah. is the kind of stuff that legends are made of. So here, you know, and little heroes. And here it is: ten-year-old Kobe Sturgeon in Bellingham, Washington, came to his mother's rescue as she was being attacked by an intoxicated forty-four-year-old Paul Newman. Kobe first hit Newman with a wooden board as Newman was choking his mother. Newman then turned around and went after Sturgeon, chasing. The boy outside, he believed he ran outside of the house. When Newman got outside, the mother slammed the door and locked the front door with herself and her son inside. Newman tried to get back in the house through an open window. Well, that's when Kobe le- leveled five shots from his BB gun into Newman's face. <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. Wow. Newman was arrested and charged with one count of felony assault and two counts of felony harassment. The mother was treated for non life threatening injuries. Kobe's sturgeon kid. This cigar is for you, and as soon as you turn 18 and you find me, I'll personally give it to you. Nice. Nice job there. That being said,
4: let's ask Lady M.
2: The all knowing Lady M. I don't roll here today.
3: Fun questions do we have today?
2: Here we go. Uh, Is it rude to take free food samples from stores when you don't plan on buying? This comes from Jane, 42 years old. At 42, why do you care, Jane? But anyway, (laughs) (laughs) there's a a candy store at the mall near me that's pretty generous with their free samples. Obviously, they want people to try their chocolate, so they'll buy more, more likely buy more. I like to go in there and get free candy and not buy anything and leave. I know I'm not the only person that does it. Is it rude for me to take free sample of things when you're planning on not buying anything at all?
3: No, you're not rude because I am totally guilty of doing this. If oh, he...
2: so you doing it makes it not rude.
3: No, exactly.
2: exactly that, that that I do qual- it with class. Is that I with quality? I do
5: it with class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to see this. She dresses up, <laughs> high heels, oh. white gloves. <laughs> uh.
14: They shouldn't give free samples if you don't want them to eat it. That's true. So, exactly.
4: That's true.
3: From the mayor.
14: There you
2: go. Okay, listen. Fine. It's not rude. Pathetic, maybe. <laughs> yeah, not, but Publix, always Publix
3: new thing. They have, Every Publix, they have the stand. They're always making some great pasta dish, a little salmon, a little side salad. I always, I take the, like, little menu ingredient thing, recipe. As, as if you care. As if I care and as if I'm going to go. I do a lap around the grocery store and then I leave i'm just kidding i don't do the. i don't do the lap i don't do the (laughs) lap i don't do the lap i just
5: walk in leave you're basically robbing them is what you're doing
2: (laughs) all right next one wow this one comes from gordon 30 years old after four years together my girlfriend still turns on the water when she goes to the bathroom good good girl My girlfriend's one of those girls who gets embarrassed by noises when she uses the bathroom. So she runs some water when she's in there. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. It maybe makes sense when we first got together. We both had small places. We're still getting to know each other. And you want everything to be perfect. But honestly, we've been together four years now. It's not exactly a mystery what goes on in there. I mean, come on. It never really is a mystery in the first place. That doesn't seem to matter because after four years, she still turns on the water.
3: Four years, that's a long time. Come on now.
2: Listen, I agree. It's a long time, but who cares? Right? Why would I bother you?
3: Well, that's what I'm saying. Especially after
5: four years. Keep moving. I care. You care, Brandon. I care. Turn the water on. Have the little light with the fan thing. Yeah. I don't want to hear that. The, fan. Want, you you the fan. You just put the fan on. You've got to do.
2: Listen. Everybody knows you're weird, Brandon.
5: Well, yeah. And, and listen, like, you know, I
2: know. I I'm know. Ma- I know. Mama E is out there listening. <laughs> and listening. And mommy, you know, you know. I just found out and didn't know that, that Brandon was an only son here, <laughs> and and. Mom, we, we love you. We know you love your son, but you don't have to ask him what he wants for Christmas anymore. <laughs> He's getting a little too old for that. So if you're listening to Ma, you know, you yes. could say Merry Christmas, son, but I think the, the
5: you know, little boy's all grown up now. Why are you trying to mess up my system here? Because you don't,
2: you don't still get asked, what do you want for Christmas? I got a good system. Hey. <laughs> why, why are you ruining my system? Mm.
14: Hey, Mom, if you're listening, pay no attention to it. Yeah. <laughs> Another only child. There we go. Okay. <laughs>
2: Well, back on to Tom. Tom, 19. Tom, 19. Listen to this show. I moved in an apartment with my at college with some friends I met in the dorms last year. They're good guys, but one of them has a habit of absolutely disgusting. He flosses and cuts his toenails in the living room right in Ooh. front of me. No.
3: No, 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 no. no These are
2: habits to be kept in the bathroom, yes. not open for all to see. Or in your bedroom. Shouldn't flossing and keeping toenails be done in private? Private. You know, <laughs> flossing, I don't mind exactly, but the toenails, absolutely.
3: Yeah, private, totally, totally. Yeah. My Okay, this is kind of funny, really quick. My girlfriend was over, we all were hanging out last night and had a whole bunch of people over. My girlfriend is picking her toenails on our couch. Julia's sitting there with this disgusted look on her face. She texts me, goes... Can you please tell her to stop picking your toenails? Did you tell her? <laughs> yeah. So, like, we're sitting there, like next to each other, all. Sh- My sister texts me, makes me tell the girl well, to
2: stop. <laughs> give, give, give. What's his name here? Tim. <laughs> give Timmy some advice. With, with Tom, no. what, you, just, you just said it outright. Stop. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Absolutely. It's the only way to go. It's
5: gross. Don't do that. No. No. If you arrive somewhere as a whole person, you should leave with all of your parts on <laughs> you. Don't leave parts of you behind anywhere. That's a rule.
2: All right, one final question we got from Melanie35. My boyfriend loves watching porn, and actually I'm okay with it. Here's what I don't get. He has a huge stack of DVDs, which are so outdated. <laughs> All this stuff's available online free. He says he prefers watching DVDs. Do other men still love watching their DVDs, or don't you just get it online?
3: I mean, men, I, I get it on- comes on your phone <laughs> if you really want to know.
2: But do you, do you, do you collect? I don't DVDs? know. I don't. I
3: don't own oh, and no. So you can't. you're that actually. That was for a man. Me- that was you're, you're no. Lady not, M does not have
2: DVDs. You're not equipped to answer that question. No,
3: I okay. am not equipped.
2: Melanie, let me give you the skinny here. See, <laughs> first off, we got 1080p baby, 50 inches. Who's watching? Who's watching it online anymore? Come on. So the DVDs. and You know what? I, I've had my stash of Playboys for ten years and old DVDs. you know it's kinda hard to let go of those things go. You
5: is know it? you've had a long it's relationship with them. Yeah, it's like you had a long
2: relationship and every now and then you like to go revisit that old movie, you know, <laughs> from like ten years ago. It's like oh, it's man. like it's like a girl oh, that you, you, you haven't seen in a long time.
3: That's the skinny on that. Yeah,
2: that's the skinny mm. on that. Well, that being said, this is another episode of <sighs> Kiss My Ash Radio on we TV have... Radio ninety five point nine FM. We hope you enjoyed the show. Listen again next week. as our special guest Janelle Rosenfeld of Altus USA? Should be interesting. Remember, gang, life is short. Savor the moments that count. Most importantly, never be afraid to express how you feel. Because if anybody doesn't like it, just tell them to kiss your ash. This is Ice Abe signing out, telling you to be merciless, spare no cigar, smoke them all, let God sort them out.
4: You've been
0: listening to Kiss My Ass Radio on View Radio. Every Saturday from 10 a.m. until noon, join the gang as they pursue life, liberty, and fine cigars. If you missed the show, need more information, log on to KissMyAssRadio.com.